turn to Psalm 71 tonight, Psalm 71, and uh, I'm going to have to lock myself down and don't walk around, and uh, <laughs> I'll see how that works, but uh, it's good. And I pray it's still a blessing tonight, and uh, we'll still praise God and give Him the glory for everything. Psalm 71, I'd like to read the whole entire chapter, but I'll just spot read a few verses, and uh, and we'll go from there, but uh, leave your Bibles open. We're going to take each verse and look at each verse tonight. I, I was reading this Psalms, and I got to looking at it, and I thought of me when I read this Psalms. I thought of me, and I thought, man, that's a, that's a picture of me and my day that I'm living in right now. And uh, you'll see what I'm talking about as we go through. Psalm 71, verse 1, it says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness, and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me, and save me. Be thou my strong inhabitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandments to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hands of the wicked, and out of the hands of the unrighteous and cruel men. For thou art my hope, O Lord. God, thou art my trust and my youth. And verse number 9 says, Cast me not off in the time of old age, forsake me not when my strength faileth. Verse 17 and 18 says, O God, thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declined thy wondrous work. Now also, when I am old and gray headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and the power to everyone that is to come. Father, we just praise you tonight. Lord, we just thank you for your mercy and grace and love. We thank you for this opportunity that we still can come to your house and praise you and glorify you. It, it may be something that we have to do in different ways, Lord, but uh, at least we still can just lift up our hands and give you the glory for it, Lord. Empty yourself and bless each one of us here, Lord, and touch each one. Help us to be safe and keep us safe, Father. We'll praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, we don't know who wrote this psalms. Uh, this is one of 35 songs that the writer's not declared. Uh, it's one of the 35 songs that actually has no title to this psalm. Uh, there are many people who think Solomon might have wrote this, David might have wrote this, or even Jeremiah, there's some that thought that he may have wrote this, but we're not sure on who the writer is, but we also, we're, we're very sure who the author is, and we know that God is the author of, the, of this this verse, this chapter, as he is throughout the entire book of the Bible. Amen. And we know that. In verse 9 it says, Cast me not off in the time of old age. And in verse 18, Now also when I'm old and great head. It's very clear that this psalmist is, is late in his life. He's later in his years of life. We all know, also know that this psalmist is a godly man. In verse 1 he says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. So we know about this writer that he is a godly man. We know that he's in his last years of life. He has come to the last mile of the way, if you want to say that. And he has, has some things that he wants to say to you and I this, 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 uh, tonight. And think about the benefit of blessings to be around those uh, that of old age. Uh, think about their lives and how they lived and things they've gone through and, uh, and the things they've seen. Uh, what a blessing it is to sit down and, and talk to someone who's lived a, a healthy life and lived through the years. Uh, there's a lot of benefits and a lot of knowledge and wealth that you can learn from somebody that has lived a long life. Amen. 
So it's a blessing that he talks about the trials of life. He, he said, And these, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Even though a man of faith, uh, even though a man of God, even a man that trusts God and believes in God and just because he's saved does not mean that he's not going to have trials. Then he talks about uh, the troubles of life. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. Here's a man that not only talks about trials in life, but he has troubles in life. In John 14, one says, uh, a man that are born of a woman is a few days, but, and, uh, but he has a uh, full of troubles. He talks about that. We're going to have troubles in this life. But Jesus said in John 14, 1, if you believe, let your hearts not be worried, he said, uh, and let your hearts not be troubled. If you believe in God, believe in me also. So we know that we have this truth. We know that we have this uh, uh, place and refuge in our life that no matter what we're going through, no matter what we face, we have somewhere that we can go. He talks about his trust. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. Throughout this Psalms, we see that he never loses his faith. He never stops trusting God. In spite of all that he's gone through, in spite of all the troubles and, and, and trials that he's gone through, uh, in spite of all the tears he may shed throughout life, he continues to put his trust in God. And can I say that we're living in a time right now that we need to put our trust in God. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what tomorrow holds. But we know that God is the author and we know that God has it. We know this in his hands. And right now is a time that you and I ought to put our trust in God. Amen. Then we see this uh, psalmist's testimony of a godly man. His testimony is this. He still has his strength. He said, I, I will go to the strength of the Lord. I will uh, main mention the, he says, I will uh, main, main mention the, the, the righteous and even thy, thine only. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have shown thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that has come. Even though he's later in years, even though he's walked through his life, and yet in the time of his, in his spirit is still strong. I want to be like that in the time of my time. I want my spirit to be strong. I still want to be holding on to God. Amen. He's talking about the strength of the Lord. He's not talking about himself. He's not trusting in himself. He's trusting in God. Amen. The older we get, the more stronger we should grow in the Lord. Here's a man still strong in his joy. Amen. I don't want to be one of those that, uh, that lose their joy later in life. We see these people all the time. Uh, they got a sour look on their face. Uh, and they may have served God. They may have trusted in God. But somewhere along the line, that joy has left them. That, that peace has left them. And you can tell it in their lives. There's no more joy. I don't want to be one that loses my joy later in life. I want to be one that encourages people and has people to they say, Hey, there's somebody that still sings. Uh, there's somebody that still trusts in God. Amen. He still has his security. Thou which hast shown me great and sore troubles shall quicken me again, 
and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. And all that he's gone through and all this psalmist has been through, he still has his security in God. He knows God is going to deliver him. He knows his security is in God and, and he's never been uh, in the world. It's never been in himself. It's never been in the government. But he understands that his security is in God and God alone. Our security is in God. And we need to be reminded that it is, he is our stay and he is our help. He still got his song. I will praise thee, O Lord, with psalteries and even the truth of my God until thee I will sing with harp, O thou Holy One of Israel. This man still has his song in the last mile away. He indicates joy. It indicates victory. And he's full of peace with God. He's full of peace with himself. He may not be able to do control the circumstances around me. And you and I may not be able to control the circumstances around us. But there is one that we can get a hold of that controls everything around us. He controlled his spirit. He didn't let the world get him down. He didn't let the world cut him down. He still believes in God and his spirit grows stronger and stronger and he was still singing the praises of God and you and I need to sing praises of God tonight no matter what the circumstances around us are we ought to praise God we ought to sing to God we ought to lift our hands up to God when we come to the last mile of the way you know what's going to matter it's not how much money you have. It's not the condition of your health or your status. How many friends you have made. When it comes to the last mile of the way, what really matters, the only thing that really matters is your faith in God. God has put an emphasis on faith. In Romans 10, 17, it says, Though when faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the other things are not seen. God put an emphasis on faith. In verse 6 of the same chapter, God said, But without faith it's impossible to please Him. It's impossible to please God without faith. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He's the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Faith is so important to God. God said, without faith, you can do anything and everything except please God. What a wonderful thought that our faith pleases God. 1 John chapter 5, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. If you want to have victory, if you want to have uh, uh, overcome this world, uh, you've got to do it by faith. You can't do it within yourself. If you want to please me, God says, it's going to be done by faith. Uh, not your works, uh, not your standards, uh, not your uh, uh, things that you do in the world, but it's going to be faith that we please God. Here's a man has his faith anchored in God. All that he's been through in his life, all that he's seen in his life, in spite of his age, here's a man that has victory because of his faith. Throughout this entire 
chapter, uh, Psalm 71, there's a thread that runs from verse to verse that ties all up together and shows each and every one of us that we too can be just like this psalmist. Even in late in years, even in his years has gone by, and, and I think about this, that when the uh, last mile of the way, I, I think about that. I looked in the mirror when he said he's old and gray-headed. I got to thinking about myself. Uh, how strong is my faith? Uh, is that thread that runs through this psalm from verse to verse is strong, and everything you see in this song, he's talking about his faith in God. He said, I put my trust in thee. I'm counting on you. You've delivered me before. You'll deliver me again. He said, I'm putting my faith in you. And you and I need to do that tonight. We need to put our faith in God tonight and just trust God. Amen. Amen. I got to thinking about this when I was reading this whole chapter here. And it said, uh, gray-headed and old. I said, that is me. That's me. I, I went to the mirror and looked in the mirror and said, That's, I, I, this psalm was written towards me. And I got to try to picture myself as this psalmist. Is, is my life the way he explains his life? Now we all go through trials. We all go through troubles. There's not one here that has not been through a trial. There's not one here that hasn't seen troubles come their way. But is my life based on the faith that I have in God? Does this world shake you? I understand that we're going through some things that we've never seen before. I understand we're seeing things that we've never seen before. I understand that this world is in a state of confusion. But let me just say, like the psalmist says, don't put me into confusion. And God is not going to put you in confusion. God says, if you believe in me, believe also. If you believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to put my trust. I'm going to put my faith in God. And that's what he's trying to tell us. You need to put your faith in God. So tonight, I'll just give you some quick things tonight. I'll try not to hold you long. But I want to show you some things about faith in this chapter that will help you in the time that we're in. First of all, in chapter, in chapter verse number one, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. We see faith's cry. He's telling the world, I put my trust in God. I put my faith in you, Lord. I'm trusting everything you're doing. He says, faith has brought a determination to this man's life. He said, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. How can a man be determined when he is older? Well, I'll tell you, this is how the first time the psalmist has been put his faith in God. This is not the first time he's talked about God. He's seen God throughout his young age. Uh, he might have been a young boy, but he's seen what God can do. He's put his faith in God and from the very beginning. And you and I ought to put our faith in God from the very beginning. He said, I, I've put the faith of test in my life. It's been tested in my life. And I'm sure, and I've seen God deliver, and I know that God will deliver again. Faith that is not worthy to be tested is a faith not worthy to be trusted. Amen. If you got faith and it's never been tried and never been tested, I'd check it up. I'll tell you what, our faith is going to be tested. Our faith is going to be tried in this life that we live in. 
He said, deliverance. He says, it had been deliverance in verse number two. Deliver me, me into thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. He's seen the delivering hand of God in his life. Time after time. He knows God has delivered him and he also knows that God will deliver him. And let me tell you what, you, you've got a chair at the house. I've got my favorite chair I like to sit down in. I just turn around and just plop right down in it. I don't think about it, just do it. I, I've done it over and over and over. I trust that chair that when I do sit down, it's going to hold me up. Time after time after time, I have put my trust in that chair and it has hold me up. Let me just tell you this. You can put your trust in God. You can sit in God and God will hold you up. God will keep you up. You ain't got to worry about it anymore. Amen. God is able. God is someone that you can fully trust in life today. Deliver me, O oh God. Of, cut me out of the hand of the wicked and cut me out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel men. This man does not go to any other life source. He's not run to Dr. Phil, Oprah, Wimper, or anybody else. He knows who he can trust. He knows who delivers him. And let me just say this. Have you been in your life that you've seen God delivered you? Have you been in a situation that you said, hey, ain't nobody could have done it but God? Ain't, can't nobody do it but God? He knows that God has delivered. Then faith uh, brings dependence. He depend on God in verse 5. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. He said, from the very beginning, from the sense of the young boy, I put my faith in it. I've trusted in you. He said, Lord, you have been my only hope. You know, we have to say that tonight. God has been our only hope. God has been our only hope in this life. If you look back through your life and you've seen time after time that God brought victory to your life, God brought deliverance to your life, you know that God is the only one who has hope in tonight. He said, Lord, uh, you are my deliverance. Uh, you are my hope. Uh, you are my dependence. I depend on you, God. Everything through you is myself. He says, and it's not myself I depend on. It's not uh, uh, trusting anything but God. God tells us we should not live in fear. We shouldn't live in fear. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to protect myself with the things that's going on. I'm worried. I, I, I pray, Lord, I, I don't want to catch nothing and bring it to anybody else. But God says you don't need to live in fear. And we don't want to live in fear. But I'm going to take precaution to do the things I need to do. Amen. You, you need to take precaution too. Amen. And we have a way about that. And then we see faith's confession. In verse number 7 he says, I am as a wanderer unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. He confesses to God his weakness. He confesses to God of God of his great ability. And I believe that is what we need to do tonight. We ought to tell God just how weak we are. We ought to just tell God that we ain't no good. We ought to just tell God, I cannot do anything without you. And tell God just how great God is. If this world was to get a hold of that, if this country was to get a hold of it, and just say, Lord, I, I turn to you. I come to you. I understand you. I know what you can do. You are my great deliverer. I'm putting my faith. I'm putting my hope in you, Lord. And maybe God will just 
heard our cry and start healing our land. See, his problem is he can't find a resting place. He's a wanderer. He's a wonder. Have you ever wondered? Boy, I've wondered. I've wandered in and out. I've been with God and walked away from God. I've been there. He can't find it. He says, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I live on that. I'm looking for that day that I can pass from this world into the next. I'm just a pilgrim. Faith will separate us from this world. Amen. If you're still holding on to this world, if you're still looking for things in this world, then you don't have faith. Faith will cause you to separate yourself from this world. He was a wanderer. He said, Lord, I've been wandering in and out. You lose your joy. You lose your life. You lose your peace when you're not with God. We thank God for the things He's given us, and He's given us great things in our life. But it's not the things that God has given us except salvation. He's gone to prepare a place for us. If you have faith and you're born again, then you don't fit in this world. You ever realize that why you don't have a, a fellowship with the people in this world? Why you don't just join up with them? Because you're different. There's something different about you. If you believe in God and trust in God, then you look at this world as a, as a strange place. And we don't put our faith in this world. But we know who to put our faith into. We see faith cry. And then we see he gives praise in verse number 8. He said, let my mouth be filled with praise and with honor all the day. The further you get into this psalm, you'll find that it, what he does, he's praising God. More and more, he's just praising God. I imagine that throughout this psalmist's life, uh, from a young boy to this old man that is gray-headed now, and later in years, he's come the last mile away, and yet he's still praising God. You and I ought to be the same way. What a joy it is to see some gray-haired senior sitting around praising God and lifting her hand, giving glory to God, testifying. I've seen them, and I've gone to nursing homes and watched them just get happy with God and praise God. I've seen them when they laid in bed and it was their time and they're praising God and singing to God. That's the way I want to be. But yet I've seen so many that had sour looks on their faces. Lost their joy. Lost their peace. Lost their happiness because they got away from God. I'm so glad that we still go to the nursing homes and, and share the gospel with those because you know those people get happy sometimes. That's because they're missing that joy. They're missing that peace in their life that God gives them. Then we see the pressure that this psalmist is under in verse number 9. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. He's feeling the pressure of the last mile away. He's feeling the pressure of his, his, his life. I heard years and years ago, the closer you get, harder is the battle. The closer you get, the devil turns up the heat. 
The closer you get, the devil wants you to get change your mind. The closer you get, the devil says, hey, you can't believe in God, you can't trust in God. God, let me tell you what, uh, if you just hold on, hold on, uh, there's a better day coming. Joy comes in the morning, praise God. Don't give up in the last mile away. Amen. I said, Lord, don't let me be like that. I want to hold on with all my might. Grab a hold with both hands and all the faith that I can muster and say, Lord, here I am. I want to sing the praises. There's pressure in the last mile of the way. The devil's trying to trip you up. The world's trying to trip you up. But there's still peace. He knows God will not forsake him. He said, cast me not in the time of old age. We see the persecution that he's under in verse 10. For my enemies speak against me. And they lay and wait for my soul, take counsel together, saying God has forsaken him. Persecute and take him, for there is none to deliver him. You know the amazing thing about these two verses? Here is an old man, last mile away. And even in his old age, he still has enemies. You know what? If you live for God and believe in Jesus and trust in God, you're going to have enemies. Amen? You're going to have enemies. This world's going to hate you. There are people going to hate you. You're going to have enemies if you're serving God. And God tells us this world hated Him. It's going to hate you also. I realize our enemy is not flesh and bone and flesh and blood. I am it is the devil, but sometimes that enemy comes in the form of another person. Sometimes it comes in the form of a family member. Sometimes it comes in the form of a friend. But God is still God. If you believe in God and live for God, you're going to have people that will bring persecution to your life. They will say things. They will turn against you. The font psalmist said it's not all about the persecution of the enemies in this life, but it's all about the one that remaineth faithful to the very end. He's tried God. He's trusted God. And you know what? That's what's going to matter in the end, is that we believe and trust in God. When we come that last mile away, how we're going to stand, how we're going to give God the glory, and we're going to turn our back on God and follow for this world. You notice his prayer in verse 12. Oh God, be not far from me. Oh God, my, my God, make haste for my help. Let, me help. let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach, dishonor that seeketh my hurt. He realizes in spite of his enemies, in spite of his feelings, he needed to stay focused with his prayer. You know, we need to stay focused with our prayer. Think about God who we serve in His life and who we serve as we face circumstances, we face trials in this life. We don't let the circumstances, we don't let the trials dictate how we pray and when we pray. But we stay focused and pray in the right direction, lifting our voices up to God and giving God the praises. Our prayer life, it can become hindrance, a distraction. 
if we don't pray according to the will of God. If we're not praying what God would have us to be, we would love to pray, Lord, uh, uh, just wipe this stuff away and get rid of it. But Lord, whatever your will is, not my will, not what I think, but Lord, what you think, how you think it, Lord. We need to keep our prayers directed, focused on God. Then we see his face conviction. This is a man, even though in his older years, he is strong in his convictions. The longer we serve God, we don't need to compromise. We need to stay strong in our convictions. So how does a person stay strong in his conviction? It's done through faith. If you really don't believe what you stand for, you'll fall, you'll fold. But if you believe what you stand for, You'll stay true to God. It's done through faith. We know that there's things that are uh, in the Word of God that's not open for debate. We know there's some things in the Word of God that is not open for compromise. And we ought to stay faithful to God. If you have faith in the Word of God and you trust the Word of God and then you put your faith in your conviction, you stay true to God. Then this man looked to his past. Verse number 18. Now also when I'm old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have shown thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is cometh. Perhaps what we're going through right now, perhaps what we're facing in this life right now is to show this generation our strength and faith in God. This world needs to see that. People are, people are panicking and confused all around us. They don't know what to do. Now it's the time for you and I to be firm. Now it's the time for you and I to take a stand in God and trust God and believe God. Put our faith in God and let this world see the strength of God in us. And he looks to his future. Verse 22, I will praise thee with psaltery, even to the truth, O my God, until thee I will sing with the harps, O thou Holy One of Israel. He has made up his mind. This is what he's going to do. He's determined because of faith. In verse 23, he says, My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing unto thee and my soul which thou hast redeemed. My tongue also shall sell, uh, talk of thy righteousness and of all the days long. As this man grows older, he grows more ready. He grows more steady. Even there is only one thing on his mind and on his heart. And that's glorifying God. You say, well, I, I'm not old, but let me just say, these are some lessons that you and I can learn as we do come the last mile of the way. We can stand firm, we can stand strong, we can give God the praise, and we can sing, and we can let this world see the strength of God in us. Now is not the time to, to be afraid. Now is not the time to run and hide. But now is the time to show this world who God is and what God can do. When I come to the end of my life, I want to be one that's still singing, still praising, 
and still glorifying and giving God the praise. What do you want to do? How do you want to be? You say, well, I'll wait till I get old and I'll make a determination. No, you need to make that determination now. Because you've got to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Throughout his days, he says, when I was a young boy in my youth, I had made a determination to serve God. I had made a determination to trust God. I had made a determination to believe in God. And throughout his life, it got stronger and stronger and stronger. I've seen too many people say they love God and serve God, and it don't take long, they're gone away. But if you hold on, stick with God, and give God the praise, God will stick with you. God will hold your hand. And I'm looking for that day when he calls me home across that muddy Jordan River. And I'll step out on that other side and I'm going to praise God for the deliverance of the Almighty God. That's what we need to do tonight. Just praise God. Just stand and give God the praise and lift our hands up. Let's stand tonight.